Hey, Pastor Sam here with a brand new podcast that I want to introduce you to called Sacred City Vision Drip. The concept is to give you a steady drip of our vision, mission, and DNA to establish and refine the gospel culture at Sacred City Church. This podcast is yet another way for you to be equipped as disciples of Jesus in the everyday rhythms of life as we set out to make disciples, plant churches, and renew the city. Not only do I hope this helps you grow, but that it would grow your affections for Jesus. So thanks for joining me, and let's dive into this very first episode of Vision Drip. Hey, Sacred City Moline, Pastor Sam here. Um, I'm, I'm trying something new here. I'm, I'm starting this new video series that I'm calling the Sacred City Vision Drip. Um, and basically, it's going to be a semi-regular video post here. Um, I'll post it up on Realm. Um, that speaks to the DNA, the vision, the culture of Sacred City Church, and really identifies maybe one key area um, that we really, well, I mean, nothing new, but just kind of giving a refresher on these things to help us kind of hone in on on what we think that God's calling us to be and be like as a church. And I know that as we do church the way that we do it, where um, we're not calling you as members to be spectators of ministry, people who stand on the sides and just applaud at what, you know, the paid staff or, or those key leaders are doing ministry-wise. Um, but we follow the the pattern that Paul lays out in, in Ephesians chapter four, where he says that the leaders of the church, the the, the shepherds, um, the the evangelists, the teachers, they are there to equip the saints, which is the ordinary everyday Christian, for the work of the ministry. So what we're doing is we are calling you, no matter where you are, if you believe in Jesus and what stage of life you're in, we're calling you to join us and partnering um, in the work of the ministry together. And so there's this really strange dynamic that we're trying to figure out here of like, how do we equip you well, right? How do we, how do we make you feel um, so that you're confident, you have some sort of skill and knowledge about how to do ministry well, whatever that, that is that the Lord's called you to, without overburdening you with a bunch of trainings and extra, you know, seminars that really just take you out of um, the ministry sphere. And so these videos hopefully are a solution to that. Um, I'll do my best to make them short and and really potent. Um, But as we sit where we're situated here in this cultural moment, right, we're in the COVID era, um, We've been seeing more people come to church, more of our church family coming back, um, feeling more comfortable, which is really exciting. Um, but, but at the same time, uh, we're noticing that we are not having as many visitors as we have had um, in the past. And, and I think a lot of that is due to COVID and, you know, especially being in Illinois and people just not sure about what the safety precautions are and if it's even worth it, you know. And so we just aren't seeing as many people. And so this is why I think that this is important that we hone in on this specifically stop this specific topic. Um, it's because if people work up the courage, right, to come step into our space, whether that's a missional community, um, our Sunday morning gathering, um, we want them to have an experience that is like, wow, like this is 
Like I want to be here. There's something about it. And, and so what that's getting at is this, this concept of hospitality. Um, there's a lot of different traits that we want to embody as a, as a church. Uh, we want to be gospel centered. We want to be uh, community oriented. We want to be spirit led. We want to be um, gracious, all of these things. But one of the key things here um, in both m- maintaining healthy community and, uh, and being thoughtful in mission is by is practicing good hospitality, gospel hospitality. And the reason why we do this, first of all, Jesus was the most hospitable person ever to live. Um, Jesus, what he was notorious for, if you read through the Gospels, was he was so good at making outsiders feel like they were part of the in crowd, right? Making people feel welcome and belong. And you see it with, with children, you see it with tax collectors, you see it with uh, Samaritans, you see it with um, prostitutes, all kinds of the people who were marginalized or on the fringes of society. And Jesus brings them in. He invites them into his kingdom. And, and, and he says, like, I, I've actually... I've made a way for you to belong to God. I, I paid the price for your sin so that you could be made holy and belong to God. And right now, as we speak, Jesus is in heaven. He's with the Father preparing a place for us, right? It's so hospitable. And so the more we experience Jesus' grace, um, the more we become a hospitable person. And hospitality marks really every area of our life. Um, personally, that we just become people who open up our homes, are inviting people in. Um, we're hospitable on Sunday mornings. When we see new faces, we make our way towards people, welcome them, invite them, um, make those connections with people in missional community. Even in places where we aren't, that's not like the space isn't necessarily ours. Um, like when you go to work, how can you be hospitable to people who might feel like they're on the outside at work and make them feel like they're part of the, the, the crowd? And so um, with that thought about gospel hospitality, um, I, I put together this little resource that, that I think will be helpful for us because um, some people have a natural gifting for hospitality. And, and honestly, these are some of the people that I'm most grateful for at Sacred City Church. Um, they, they help out, they know how to make food, they know how to make people feel welcome. They're such a gift to the church. Um, and, and we cannot, as the rest of us, um, stand back and watch those people who are naturally gifted at it do all of the work of, the, of hospitality. We, we should learn from their example. Um, but, but there's actually a command in scripture where Peter tells us, um, to practice hospitality toward one another. And so that's a command for all of us, whether it's our natural gifting or if it's not. And so I want to encourage us um, to be growing in our giftings or lack of giftings of hospitality. And I think uh, there are a few characteristics of gospel hospitality that that I've um, indicated here on this little resource for you. Um, And I just go through them real quick. A a few of characteristics of gospel hospitality. First of all, you're initiating. Um, that means that you are the person who takes the first step that we move toward others before others move toward us, right? We see this in the gospel. Jesus says that while you were yet sinners, he didn't wait for us to make the first step and come toward God. Jesus initiated and came after us. And so we follow suit and we too initiate welcoming people, inviting people in. Um, secondly, we want to be genuine. We want to be a bunch of cheesy, phony people. We want our hospitality um, to be sincere, to be genuine, to be um, authentic. And so that that we do that by being our, our true selves, by being authentic ourselves, by being genuine in a way that encourages others to sort of let their guard down and be present and be real with us. Um, the, the third thing is to be present. So 
One of the ways, and I think this is a really, we just live in a distracted time. There's all kinds of things going on, right? Social media, your phone's grabbing your attention anytime you got kids. And so there, there's nothing more hospitable than being able to look somebody square in the eye and say, listen, I'm with you in this moment. Like I can block out distractions, even if, you know, there's always gonna be distractions, but I'm gonna make it a sincere effort um, to be present with you both mentally and physically. And so we wanna be people who are present. Fourthly, we wanna be, um, conversationalists. We want to be good at asking questions, drawing people out of their shell, um, getting to know them. And that's part of the gift of hospitality is that it makes other people feel known. Um, that's such a strange thing, like truly known, um, where we can all hide behind social media or whatever projection we put forward. Hospitality invites people to come out from that shell, come out from behind um, the mask and just be themselves. Um, and, and one of the ways that we do that is by asking good questions and being good at conversation. Um, Next, we wanna be people who are connecting. Um, think of ourselves as connectors. So you meet somebody new, um, you hear a little bit about them, and you say, oh, I think this person would really get along with this other person in my missional community or somebody else in the church that I know has the same interests or something. So we wanna do a good job of connecting people so it makes them feel like, first of all, they've got common ground with other people, um, but then also just make them feel part of the family. Like the more people that you expose them to, the more chances are that they have uh, of, of finding a, a meaningful relationship that they can really connect to. Um, second to last here is affirming. It takes a lot for people to get out of their own shell, to get out of their comfort zone and step into a new space. And so whether that's somebody stepping in the door in missional community or through the doors on Sunday morning, uh, we want to say, man, we are so glad you're here. We're so glad that you're in our space, that you took, um, that you came towards us and just to, to, to let them know that we're, we're grateful that to share their presence with them. And, and lastly, we want to be inviting. Um, so not just the initial act of hospitality and welcoming, but how can we, um, how can we schedule something to, to have another connection with them? I have them for dinner, do a coffee date, um, find something. Maybe there's something that they need help with that we can step into. How can we have this other touch point outside of uh, Sunday gathering or missional community with them um, in order to, to cultivate this relationship? And so I think those are a few characteristics of good hospitality. On the back of, of this resource, um, there are uh, what I call hospitality prompts. So like I said, some of us are great at this. We don't need any help. Like we just need to be given permission to say, hey, go do your thing, be hospitable. Otherwise, we need some cues, we need some help, we need some prompts. And so hopefully these are um, helpful in, in getting us all to become more hospitable. And so there are basically two categories here and how to engage with new people. Um, and this really, I, when I'm, I'm writing this, I'm thinking about somebody who's stepping into missional community for the first time, or maybe Sunday gathering for the first time. We want to greet them. We're going to be warm and welcoming, smile. That goes a long way. Um, ask good questions. And there's a couple of examples of what that looks like. Kind of figure out their story a little bit. Get, get into their story, hear about their church background. Did they grow up in the Quad Cities? What brought them to town? All of these things. Um, determine if there's ways to serve them. Um, and then again, this inv inviting thing, set up dinner plans or find something to do with them in order to build a relationship. And so that's just a, a few ways. And, and there's even more on here about how we can engage with new people. And I think it really takes a little bit of intentionality. I think one of the biggest fails that I remember um, was in the early days of Sacred State Church, we had a visitor come um, they must have found our, our address uh, on a Sunday gathering or on the website or something for missional community. They walked through the door. Nobody greeted them. 
All right, they kind of take their shoes off. Nobody said anything to them. Kind of, they were ignored, basically. Right, we just assumed that they were there with somebody, and, and we assumed, and they kind of walked in, and walked right back out because nobody was hospitable toward them, and that's such a discouraging thing to have happen, and it's just needless because God has gifted us with this, uh, with a lot of hospitable, hospitable people. Um, and, and for those of us, even if you're bad at it, you know, bad hospitality is better than no hospitality. And so we really want to strive to be welcoming and engaging with those people. But there's also um, a tendency that that we get so comfortable with the people in our missional community where we sort of just like. You know, we just sort of are there for the hang and the conversation isn't very stimulating. We're not really getting to know each other very well or, or, or taking our relationship to the next level. And, uh, and so I've got also a, a couple of um, prompts to engage with people that we already know. Um, easy questions for general conversation. Um, there are some, some questions that will help take conversation to a deeper level, more personal, um, really getting to know people well. Um, and again, are there places where we, we, that we've heard that we can bless or serve other people? And these are ways that we practice hospitality. And this is one of the, the dynamics, is one of the characteristics of a gospel-centered culture that we just always want to be working on, always want to be growing on. And so if you see somebody in your mission community who's good at, at practicing hospitality, I think we need to encourage those people and say, hey, can you tell me, like, how, how did you think of that? Because really the key here is making people feel like they're on the outside, feel like they're one of us. And that's really what we want to do, and that's what the gospel offers us. So, church, I'm praying that we would become more hospitable, um, that we'd grow in this as a church, and that we'd get to see more and more people um, exposed to this gospel culture of hospitality. Um, I've got another resource. If you want to know more about this or kind of grow even deeper, Rosaria Butterfield wrote this book called The Gospel Comes with a House Key. I meant to have a copy of it. I forgot. Um, but this is a great book about hospitality, about practicing hospitality. She has a great conversion story about how the, the hospitality and just like ordinary opening up your home, sharing a meal, asking great questions is really what led her to, to becoming a Christian um, from very uh, a very non-Christian background. And so it's just this fascinating story that she has. She's got some great insights, and I know many of you have read it and can attest to how uh, good of a resource it is. I believe we got a copy in the, the bookstore, um, which is where you can find these resources that we printed out. They're just, they're just you know, small print off things, throw them in your Bible, throw them in your journal, take a photo of them, keep them uh, on your phone so you can have them um, and refer back to them from time to time and, and kind of really spur your, your missional community and those that you're engaging um, in, in deeper, more meaningful conversation and just make people feel like they are one of us, like they, they belong here. And uh, by, by the grace of God that we will see that uh, become a reality. So, uh, gospel hospitality, it's a big thing. Um, thanks guys for taking the time to watch this video. I look forward to growing in this area with you. Love you, take care.